Hello and welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up for this week's The Rugby Odds, starring WWE Hall of Famer and Fox Business Analyst John Bradshaw Layfield, his gambling guru, the best sports better ever, the Philly Godfather, and the gift to rugby and mankind, Gift a Bailu of the Gift Time Rugby Network. Guys, we're, we're in our final match of the year 2021 Major League Rugby. The improbable season is coming down to the final. But to get there, they had we had two matches last week, and they weren't anything that we expected. We were expecting some high higher score uh, scoring totals. Didn't get it. New York going into Atlanta without their key man, Dan Hollinshead, and their guy in the, in the leader up front, Mr. Kara Pryor. He's not there because of a red card. But what do they do? They go in and they play like the New Jersey Devils trap defense and have a 9-3 lead going into like the last 10 minutes of the match or so, but they get a yellow card. And what happens? Atlanta wears them down, goes down, and scores that only try of the match and the game-winning try to win 10-9. John, the line was three. Atlanta was given three. So you, Gift, and the Godfather all had Atlanta. And guess who had New York? The sycophant, the sucker, the man that is inside Stephen the Lizard Lewis's hindquarters. That'd be you, light bulb head, Mr. Matt McCarthy. Well, if you jumped in that ocean behind you and just like sat at the bottom for a long time, that'd be really cool, like for two days. Or is this a gambling show and you pick against the spread, Godfather? <laughs> now, you were right on point. I got to give you credit for that, Matt. Uh, regardless of how great your hair looks on a week-to-week basis, <laughs> right on with this pick right here. Thank you. Thank you. It's not about my hair, guys. It's about winning our fans' money. And Gift, you had Atlanta. You got the win, but unfortunately, you lost. Look, you know, I tell people bet straight up, all right? I got you on the straight up. Don't worry about these spreads, all right? <laughs> but that's how you lose a lot of money, Gift. To give Gift credit, that's hard to say. He's been talking about Atlanta all year. He promised all the listeners they're going to be at the, in the finals at the end. I mean, you got to give him a lot of credit. If it was a futures bet, Gift would be sitting in a great position right now. Gift is a big word, though, Godfather, when you're throwing <laughs> cash around. So is Prognosticator, and he's one of the greatest since Nostradamus. Thank you, guys. I, I, I appreciate it. As Matt tries to just – feels like it ruins being thank you. You guys let me at least keep a little bit of my pride. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Let's go let's, – let's see what happens with that pride when we go out west for the other match with Utah and L.A. L.A. was given six, and I'm the only one that picked Utah. And you lost. That, a, that was not a question to throw to anybody. You didn't call anybody's name. For the rugby odds, I won. <laughs> you are an egotistical maniac. Yes. And I'm in, and as you mentioned, uh, egomaniac and whatever, I, I am in Bora Bora at the estate of Marlon Brando, who, of course, went off the reservation in Apocalypse Now. You remember that, John? No. When okay, you of course you don't. Of course you don't. Convenient memory because you lost. And last week... We made history, ladies and gentlemen, because we have three guys getting the wooden spoon all at the same time. And I'll let you guess who won last week on the rugby odds. Godfather, I'll give you the floor. I mean, small opportunities are often the beginning of uh, great enterprises. And you're, you're doing a hell of a job, Matt. I got to give it to you. And nobody <laughs> never take, you know, in one take, you had two sides. and the other take, you had the other two sides. And you're going to have the winning sides. But I'm not going to tell nobody. If you want to edit, you can edit. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll let you do it. 
I'll give up that. I'll give that up every time and lose. <laughs> all right, but in all seriousness, th- th- we didn't expect the outcomes the way they were. We expected a high-scoring affair between the Warriors and the Guiltinis. We didn't get it. And actually, at home, the Guiltinis had to get that late try from Ryan James, a great American, John, to, to seal it and, and move on. And they were going to be playing at home again against Atlanta. Yeah, they've been, the, they've been the best team as far as a record. You get the best two teams per records uh, in the finals. Uh, what, and what's interesting is Atlanta and New York. New York's playing a little bit short man against Atlanta. Both have a victory over the Giltinis. So it's, it should be a great matchup. I think this is kind of what uh, you, Major League Rugby wanted, uh, the Giltinis against either Atlanta or Rugby New York. At Gift, we have an East Coast team versus a West Coast team in the final. I, I like to put it correctly. We got a Southeast team versus a West Coast team. I, I don't go to full scribe East because that would have been New York and they try and take too much credit in that aspect. No, we get not only just the two number ones, but we get the South representing hard versus the West with its, you know, its, its looseness over there. All right. What is looseness? Looseness. <laughs> Come on. Everybody knows what looseness the is. The West with its looseness? With its looseness. It's looseness. They... There's just too lollygaggy over there, all right? Just, just... <laughs> lollygaggy looseness, John. Lollygaggy looseness. <laughs> What's wrong with you guys? Don't you play rugby? Philly Godfather, I got to ask you a question. You worked with another legendary better, Billy Walters, in 60 Minutes did a piece on one time. Did you ever hear him say lollygaggy looseness? <laughs> gambling term. He didn't say much. All he said was, where's the money at? <laughs> Godfather, but, you know, the, the numbers here with the team scoring a lot of points, you, you'd think that it was going to be more than 17-13 in the final, uh, the final yeah, result. You'd think the way that these teams were scoring and the way L.A. came out first half of the season, just blowing everyone out and putting up monster points. But in the second half of the season, they're really not the same team. While Atlanta, you know, caught fire in the middle of the season and just start beating everybody, you know, whether it was by a point or by double digits, this Atlanta team's smoking hot. And uh, the one thing I do know is California Dreaming from the Mama and Papas is not on Gift's playlist because he's got something to do with California. He doesn't like that. What we have in front of us, guys, and a chance for you to redeem yourselves in the final game of the season in this Major League Rugby campaign and try to stay on my level a little bit, is we have the championship match for the Shield, which is about 400 pounds, or was 400 pounds. They have a lighter one now. Between the L.A. Giltinis back home again at the Coliseum versus the Rugby ATL, the Rattlers, out of Atlanta. And we're going to give the fans at home a little nugget as per the Godfather. We're going to give you the over-under at 48 and a half. And we have L.A. favored by six and a half. And, John, I want you to go first because I don't want you to have any advantage of hearing any of the other guys talk. <laughs> well, what I have is a historical context advantage. That's what I have because I studied a little bit of history on this, okay? Very few people know when Alexander the Great was going in the Colosseum to fight Spartacus. Before Spartacus led the slave revolt, he was a gladiator. And he went in there and he thought he could just do anything. I actually have right here the rib bone of Alexander the Great that Spartacus took out of his rib. And look how big that is. Alexander the Great was a giant. So I don't want to confuse Alex the Great with Alex Corbicero who was supposed to fight that day and ended up going to a sports bar and getting drunk on daiquiris and later arrested on a skateboard and never made the fight. That has nothing to do with this except for the fact you don't go in the Coliseum unless you got extra rib bones. 
And I don't think Atlanta has extra rib bones. They got ribs because they're from the South and they barbecue and they are freaking awesome, by the way. But I think the Giltinis end up winning this. I'm not sure they cover the point spread, but they're going to win it. And the point total goes under one rib, under one rib. Gift. So when you say the over under is 48 and a half points, <laughs> that means when the two teams really? combine really? points. Really? This is what we're doing? <laughs> Yeah, so do you? I just want to make sure you're up to speed on this before you address it. So, 48 and a half total points between the two teams. Is it going to be more or less? That's what over and under mean. And then LA is giving six and a half points to the visiting Atlanta squad. Take it away, gift. Well, let me tell you about how it feels to go back in time and know that you are able to go and be in a time zone that you get to feel like you're getting there early and not late. This is the advantage, all right? We're coming out of the humidity. It's middle of July, early August. Atlanta going into this beautiful Cali weather. This is a team that just took a tough New York team, took it down to the second, all defense all day. This L.A. team almost let Utah run all over them. I don't care if it was a last-second run. This was a team that should have been tougher on defense, and it's not. They've been so used to Utah and so used to Austin and so used to the West side that it's not going to be doing anything anymore. Atlanta's going to be showing the power of life university over on the other side of the coast. And I'm actually give it to in the same way that JBL under the, the over under it's, it's, it's going to be a fine defensive battle. Toughness wins all day. Sididi new Orleans with the point spread as well as taking the under on that. Wow. Wow, there was a lot in there, Godfather. Again, we're going back in time when you travel to the West Coast, and that is an advantage because you're earlier than the other team because you're back in time. Yeah, I think they could tell the future that way too. But I mean, both teams last week barely squeaked by with victories. L.A. beat Utah. Atlanta beat New York. Uh, first half of the season, L.A. looked amazing, like I said earlier. Second half of the season, Atlanta's looked way better. Six and a half points to me. Might be a little bit too much. Uh, I think this is going to be a battle. I think it's a coin flip. Uh, I like Atlanta plus a six and a half. And I'm in agreement with uh, with Layfield and Gift on the under 48 and a half. And I know Euripides once said, great Greek uh, philosopher, I'd rather live on my feet than die on my knees. So you know what? Forget about mm. the points. I'm taking Atlanta money line here. Ooh, let's go. Big bet. Big bet. How do you follow that other than agree? I mean – We've got the best goddamn sports better ever here. Suck up. And golly, you know, gosh. Suck up. Gee. Suck up. I'm going to say it's less than that 48 and a half points. I'm going to be a little bit of a a rebel here. I'm going with L.A. laying that six and a half. I think the old pros serve notice that they're not done quite yet. And the youth movement of Atlanta is going to be around for the next couple of three, four, five years, but they're not going to win this one this time, but they'll get invaluable experience and an excellent coaching job from Scott Lawrence and co. But I think LA's old pros are going to win this by seven or more. How about them? Apples. Apples. What's going to do with apples? You like apples? <laughs> no. You don't like apples? No. Okay. We'll explain that joke off, off air. On that note, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and we're going to go across the pond and talk a little British and Irish lions and spring box. Don't go away. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig and Whistle on West 36th Street.
been blind since I was four. And I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste. And my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has the taste and the flavor. What do you think is on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire. Oh, that's good beer. to go across the pond to the British and Irish Lions versus the Springboks of South Africa. And John, give us the numbers on this because I know you've done the research off camera. The British and Irish Lions are giving up one and a half points and the over understands at 41 and a half right now. Okay, so Gift, if you got to pick this match and I'm going to you first because I'm blaming you for all of us losing last week talking us into the Springboks. It's one and a half points, Gift. So... That means the Springboks are actually getting points at home. Is that insulting? I mean, I think after you saw a performance like they had last week, it, it, it can understand why you need to give them an extra motivation. But I'm going to say this. They had this game. They started off early and strong. They had a strong front line that controlled the scrum each and every time. What happened in the second half? You made the changes at the worst time. Of course, everybody gets sloppy. And, you know, I'll give a little bit to turmoil in South Africa that creates a little bit of distraction. But you don't have that same pleasure this time, all right? South Africa has got to be able to come back. The rust is gone. you got to break it down. No more hold back. Let South Africa come and get these points because I feel like South Africa jumps back against the British and Irish Lions. Mario Toji is not going to be getting that last-second strip to end a game unceremoniously. Okay, that actually makes sense. John, I don't want you to have the luxury of listening to the Godfather, so go ahead. After you're confused by gift. <laughs> so this is once again about the Alexes. Not Alex the Great, but Alex Corbusero. See, Alex Corbusero was a great prop for the British and Irish Lions. Okay? But they need Alex Corbusero this week. They don't have him because he's doing a great job on NBC. I wish he were our host here because he would be a great leader of this program if Alex Corbusero were in your seat. The Springboks also don't have their, their big guy in the middle, and that is Tendai, the beast. And that hurt them some uh, last week. I think conditioning hurt them more than anything. The Springboks jumped out ahead of them. They didn't miss one uh, kick at all. The Brits did miss uh, a couple of kicks. The game could have been a little bit worse. I think the Springboks get their conditioning back. This was their first test match in a month, and where they played Georgia just about a month ago. I think they were a little rusty. I think that has a lot to do with it. I think the Springboks rebound on this. Uh, Warren Gatlin is a great coach, but I think the second half had more to do with conditioning than it did with coaching. I think the Springboks rebound. The total goes over, and the Springboks win the game. Mm. John Bradshaw Layfield strutting his stuff, Godfather. He's learned well, this grasshopper has. I like it. I like both sides that he gave. I like the over in the game. I like the uh, home dog here, too. It's very disrespectful for Oddsmaker to make them a dog here. Second time around, I don't think they're going to give the game away like they did the first time. I like the spring box plus the one and a half and the over 41 and a half, uh, as Layfield said. I'm with you. I'm going, I'm going spring box, John. Yeah. Spring box. Yeah. Blame yourself if anything happens. You're the one that convinced it if we lose. And then I'll take the credit if we win. So you're good. <laughs> what about the total? 
The to- All right. So on the totals, I'm going under. I'm crazy. I'm I'm crazy, man. I'm going under. You got a problem okay. with that? Nope. I don't have a problem with all of that. Okay. And I think that pretty much wraps it up for this week's The Rugby Odds, ladies and gentlemen, with John Bradshaw Layfield, the best goddamn wrestler ever, the Hall of Famer, and his buddy, the best goddamn sports better ever, the Philly Godfather, and of course, the gift to rugby and mankind, Gift A. Bailu. On behalf of these gentlemen, I'm Matt McCarthy. We'll see you next time. But in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, check out our exclusive special segment live about the Tokyo Olympics and check out our other segments, including our Major League Rugby show, Martial Law, The Zack Attack, and please sign up for our Rugby Wrap-Up Red Cross Blood Donor Team.